0: We are back for another episode of Mega Sheen, your podcast from a Black geek perspective, talking about gay geek perspective, (laughs) talking about everything (laughs) under the sun, especially geeky gay things. I am Victor.
1: And I'm Nick.
0: And we are- Are And we here. Yes. Nick is traveling all across the country right now.
1: Nick just finished happy hour, to be honest. <laughs> so he's feeling
0: good. And I i haven't, you know, y'all, some of y'all know me. I don't even have happy hour until, I don't, I don't know. I need to have a happy hour. I need to do that.
1: I, don't, I haven't done happy hour in a long time. But once I come out there, we're doing happy hour. That's
0: right. If y'all didn't know, Nick is going to be out in Long Beach, <laughs> so, which is not too far from me. It's about 30 miles. So it'd be easy easy drive to come down there and he'll get to see all of the stuff in that area. How many days are you in California?
1: I will be there for like maybe a week and oh. then I'll probably, I'll fly out or yeah, I'll probably fly out back to Maryland, Ooh, that's- <sighs> do some stuff and then maybe get like an international assignment. Oh my God. Okay. Right. Wow. <laughs>
0: A traveling home. (laughs) All Right. I'm
1: professional.
0: Oh, goodness. Well, we are, we are, well, pretty much, yeah. How how is this new position and things and everything?
1: Yeah, it's been a while since we've caught up. So, um, yeah, this will be my fifth week on the tour. So uh, thus far, I've been to Knoxville um biloxi greenville tupelo and now i'm currently in syracuse new york oh my god so oh, right um it's been an adjustment like mm-hmm. um being away from home is definitely a different thing um having to actually pay to do my laundry is also a thing like i haven't had to pay laundry I haven't had to pay to do laundry in like damn near ten years, so now I feel like I'm back in college <laughs> doing that shit, which sucks. Oh my god, it sucks so bad. Yeah. Um, it's it's cool being like in a uh, like once we get to the hotel and whatnot, like seeing because I don't have to have a roommate, thank God. <laughs> um, the hotels is often more or less they they've been okay. Like, the best one that we stayed at was in Greenville, South Carolina. Mm -hmm. Um, The worst one was Tupelo, Mississippi. And, child, I don't want to go back to Mississippi. (laughs) I'll go all through Texas and Oklahoma before I stay in another fucking Mississippi hotel. Um, Other than that, it's it's definitely a... um, Different, like um, being in an office setting, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you're being on the road or basically in a hotel. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's weird. Yeah. And it's definitely a um, an adjustment period. And I'm almost over. And it sucks that it, the adjustment period is happening during the holidays because I wasn't home for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And I could technically go home for Christmas, but I would fly out like the twenty third and then fly back the twenty fifth. And I'm like, what kind of Christmas is that? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's so. and these motherfuckers are crazy. These motherfuckers are crazy as hell. <laughs> that's crazy. I kind of missed
0: the traveling part of my old job. That I, I cause if some of y'all remember I used to travel a lot too and I kinda miss it. I used to love, you know, well slight difference. I used to pick out my hotels. I was trying to be cute about it because you know, we really didn't have a budget. But I was always trying Oh, to- so you <laughs> were was- <laughs> <laughs> She was staying at
1: the Waldorf.
0: No, I was t- you know, I was trying to be <laughs> cute about it. I was staying like, you know, I was staying like in nice places, but I was trying to be like, let me use that for the food because, you know, if you're in different places, I want to eat the best they had to offer. You know. So, because we had like, uh, I think we had like $100 a day we could spend on food. And so, uh-huh. 75 to to 100 but sometimes it went too much. But anyway, um, we will do that. Let's going where I was eating it. But, um, so yeah, I kind of missed that part about my job. I mean, I travel a little bit now, but not as much as I used to. Not as much as I used to. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad everything is working out, and it seems like it's fun. Um, can
1: you like a jet setter, <laughs> girl. I'm trying. <laughs> I am trying. Yeah. Um.
0: Uh, yeah. So. What's I, up with you? Well, um, what is up with me? Well, some good news. Um, so, um, so as y'all been. As some of y'all know, I've been right now writing the second story to Strange Lore, and then I changed up a little bit. I got an editor and everything, and we're going to break it down to six um, individual comics, almost like how House of X was done. And And so what we're doing is working on that. The outline was approved, and then I wrote the first um the first comic out of the six so number one is finished turn it in and you know i was waiting for all types of scribbles and scrabbles and read <laughs> but she <laughs> back and said like oh it was just there was just some minor changes this you were already set to go she was like wow you were, i was like whoa so that was good it kind of gave me you know a little bit of you know pep in my step about writing So. That part is done, tomorrow we discuss it, and then we're discussing what we should do because a part of, we're trying to figure out, um, is it will it be time to think about either doing another Kickstarter or do I do a few pages and pitch it to other places where they will pay for all of it and I don't have to worry about Kickstarter and all that stuff. So we'll see how that goes, but that conversation will be tomorrow and um, we're almost done with with work. The break is coming up. um, And so next week I'll be off starting the 18th all the way up to the 3rd. So I am excited about that because all I'm going to do is just kind of sit around. Um, I can't go to see my family in Buffalo because Buffalo is very expensive to go on holidays because they basically tell you that when that snow hits, we ain't responsible for you getting there or getting back. (laughs) <laughs> so you have to pay that money to go
1: if you're going to go so, I'm going I'm out. supposed to be going to Buffalo um Lord. soon well Buffalo I is think next next
0: year oh well it's interesting it's spread out it's literally spread it's out. so I ain't nothing to do no it's tough to do it's just spread the F out <laughs> so um yeah I think you like it make sure you
1: have a car so I'm say. Hopefully, like, is there? Well, I'll talk to you about this on offline. But <laughs> is there like a downtown or something?
0: Yeah, they have a downtown. They do. They have a downtown. They have
1: two oh, downtowns. Cause you know, I'm usually traveling with, like the majority of the my people that I hang out with are heteros. So, oh lord, I know, right? I'm like, oh, <laughs> y'all are just. <laughs> I know so it's hurt. been around
0: kind of, like a bunch of hetero. Yeah, wow. Wow, it's been a while. I mean, I, you know, women is women is a little bit different because it's different. But I, it's been a while since I've been around a straight man. Only I'm more around straight men in CrossFit, but that's about it. Uh <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah, that's about it. But it's it's, it's it, I'm 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 seeing as a lot more gays popping up lately. A uh, one one guy, his name is. um, andrew he was wearing he was wearing a daddy um tank top and i was like okay i see (laughs) Uh and i get you that man and our poor coach was like what does that mean i was like oh you're so straight we were like you're so straight
1: (laughs) i say that to them i say that to these uh straight dudes all the time i was like "Ugh." You're hetero, so you wouldn't understand. They're like, oh, well, Nick, what do you mean? And I was like, I'm not going to explain myself. You figure it out. No, no. I just have to tell them like it is. So this episode, we're going we're
0: gonna to talk about a few things that's been going on, but this is kind of going to look back at the year, because the year is coming <laughs> to a close with it.
1: Girl, thank you.
0: God, we did a few. I don't know because we about to get into 2020, and that's election year. You know how
1: 2016 was. was be- I know how 2016 was politically, mm-hmm. but 2019 personally was a piece of shit. Yeah, it was a lot happening. You know, to
0: a lot of people. yeah, so yeah, yeah. So yeah, but we're gonna look back and talk about a few things that was kind of big to us. Um, and um, hopefully you know it you know things will get better as we go into 2020 which it seems to be and speaking of that we're gonna go ahead and get into it because we just had trailers galore pop up within the last couple of weeks of things that are coming out Um, and i guess we can just talk about the one that i know we're going to talk really get into is the wonder woman 1984 trailer that just came out
1: Yes, we will. And I'm going to be completely honest, that trailer didn't do nothing for me. <laughs> the only thing that I, I liked is when she uh, was wearing the gold uh, suit. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. I was like, everything else, I, was like, I don't understand what's going on. I don't understand who are the, uh, the enemies. Why is Chris Pine back? Um... The only thing, another part of the only thing I liked were the '80s references. Mm-hmm. Everything else, I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. Well, you know, now, I, I know you're part. You're pretty partial. So, yeah, what I, did you think about it?
0: I, I, I like. See, it's funny because a lot of people were saying they didn't. They didn't know what was going on. And I was like, that's what I like about a trailer. It, it was kind of an interesting throwback. To me, I looked at it. Like, this is how trailers were way back. It, it was so ambiguous. It was, it was trying to make sure you didn't get everything off the bat. I think we're so used to, like, the trailers telling you almost what the movie is. This one didn't, and I like that. I always tell people, go back look at the trailers from the 70s and 80s. They didn't tell you much. Um, so I kind of like the, that, and I kind of know a little bit about the characters. So it's... The, 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 the villains are going to be... Um, it's going to be, Pascal. well, Pascal, he's playing one of the villains. And also, Cheetah is going to be possibly a villain. We're not really sure. That can play a different way. Um, but I kind of like that uh, we don't really have much of an idea of what's going on. Now, about Steve, the interesting thing about Steve is in the comics, um, Steve did die. And um, he died. Which made Wonder Woman give up her powers. That was it. Played one of the reasons why she gave up her powers and became kind of the, um, kind of the depowered version of her, which went on for a couple of years of her wearing not really wearing the costume that we know, but wearing like, you know, like, fighting outfits and everything like that. Um, however, he was brought back by Aphrodite. Um, she found she brought back a Steve from another earth so i think he was like from another earth and so when he was flying in the plane the same way he was when he was when he was um found on paradise island or Themyscira, um she did something to where he ended up traveling dimensions that ended up in wonder woman's timeline so that could be one way i don't know how they will do it um but um that's how he was able to return from the dead um, way back and that was in Wonder Woman volume one not the one that is happening now but the one before crisis which is another whole big thing um, but yeah so um, I, I, I did enjoy seeing her fight I love that she took off that tiara and that's a throwback to many old moments of Wonder Woman from the TV show as well, but also from the comics.
1: Right.
0: And that was really like amazing to see. Uh, It looks more colorful. It looks a little bit more exciting. Um, So, you know, I I like the fact that I don't know what it's going to completely be about. Um, There has been some, um, some pictures of what the cheetah will look like. Um, There was a picture of a mug that has her in her, Interesting costume. so I don't know where they're going with this because there's been different types of cheetahs. There's been Pris- Priscilla Rich, um, who was ha- who had a disorder where she would see herself, and one of her um, personalities was the cheetah. And then there was another cheetah that was created um, through some type through Cobra, as a group uh, person called Cobra, not Cobra from GI Joe. And then there was the one that um, Barbara Minerva, which she is Barbara Minerva, where she used like a um, this plant that kind of transferred her into a so we'll see how they do that but overall I kind of I kind of liked what we saw I'm excited for it um, the the part where she's using the lasso and wrapping around lightning I was like, okay that's a new thing I have no, I
1: was like what is that like right have, has she ever done that in like any of the comics? I know she didn't do that in the cartoon.
0: I have never seen that in the comics and maybe it happens somewhere, but I have never seen her do that. So that must be something new that they're just throwing in there. Um, but it, it just seems to be, you know, it was interesting to see. Um, and I wonder what that's gonna really be about. So and then remember, she's kind of a goddess-ish. So we'll see who she really is or oh, what she's really doing with this ability. Because, again, she's supposed to be a child of Zeus, um, which a lot of people are not happy with. So we'll see what right. this means. <laughs> and um, actually, going back to who Pascal is playing, um, Pedro Pascal, he's playing Max Lord. Now, if you know who Max Lord is, uh, for those who read the comic, Max Lord is actually somebody she she murdered. So Wonder Woman actually snapped his neck um, because he was using his abilities to mind control Superman. And when that was happening, Superman was like literally like just destroying everything and she had to fight Superman. And so when she captured um, Max Lord, he... she asked, "What do I need to do to make you stop?" and he said, "You have to kill me because I'm not going to stop and she snapped his neck so <laughs> that's so that's that situation with max lord, but i don't we'll see how that supposedly will go too, but um it's interesting they they're using him as a villain that they're going to use the other character um who end up being the male cheetah, but that's not who he's playing so um we'll see how this one come, turns out and if he'll be brought into the future if he lives or whatever because again max Lloyd's played a big role in a lot of things in the current DC universe.
1: So. right and didn't they say that it was going to do a spin-off of the uh amazon
0: yeah no, that, that's a rumor but if they do you know we've already been talking about like well you can that's when y'all can add in nubia i mean she's been brought back into the recent comic um, and everybody know who Nubia is? She's the twin sister of Wonder Woman. Now, they don't really talk about it in this updated version, but I think it'd be a, a, a nice storyline because, you know, we can always get onto Hippolyta, you know, being out there. Well, apparently, the old story is she created two clay versions, one of white and one of dark clay, and then um, Ares stole Nubia and raised her to kind of be an Amazon of the Floating Island or the queen, the Wonder Woman of the Floating Island. Um, however, this can be a whole different take. Um, and and maybe she had two kids through Zeus and maybe Zeus kept one, who knows? But yeah, I hope they, if they do this, I hope they think of Nubia. I think that will make sense. Yeah. But yeah, you know, we'll see what more we will get from this. Um, it, it it's 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 hit a, it's hit way over a million hits already. So people are mm-hmm. excited for this movie it's going to probably be talked about throughout the cons as we are moving into the con season already. So um yeah so yeah I'm I'm ready for that golden suit. I know some people don't like it. Some people don't like that suit at all. <laughs> I think it's nice. Yeah they they don't like the wings or I'm like no I kind of like it but we'll see how they will Work this into the movie because she's never really had that until the '90s. <laughs> so that's fine that it's now in the '80s. But hey, do what you have to do. So what else did we see? Um, the
1: Ghostbusters.
0: So the Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, I didn't yeah. see it. I uh, I I meant to watch it, but. Uh... I was like, do I really give a damn?
0: <laughs> well, it's going to be interesting because it's, it's it's like some kids and then one of the kids is the granddaughter of, of one of the original Ghostbusters. Um, and so they discover um, the place where they're staying at is haunted, but also they discover all the old uh, pieces of the, of the Ghostbusters, like the car, the suits, and what have you and it has um one of the characters from stranger things so the first thing that you would get from it is it looks like a stranger things story um but you know it it's it looks cute to watch i probably will see it um but i don't know i i wasn't like really like wild about it because we just had a, a a reboot of ghostbusters with Kristen wig and everybody else so it, and you know and Leslie Jones, and so we had that already. I, I don't know where we're going to go with this, but it's by the people who did the original uh, Ghostbusters. So
1: I don't know, Are you? do you want to see it? Are you excited to see it? Uh, I will have to look at the, the trailer and then gauge my excitement. But honestly, after Ghostbusters 2, I really wasn't feeling any more Ghostbusters regardless if it was an all-female cast or an all-male cast. Mm-hmm. It was kind of one of those 80s trends that they tried to rectify that needed to go ahead and die <laughs> them. It was like when they brought uh, Indiana Jones back. I'm like, okay, Indiana Jones should have been dead. Yeah. Or John McClane from Die Hard. John McClane should have been dead. He should have been dead in like, go, uh, Die Hard 2 if we're keeping it a full-ass buck. Yeah. Jumping off planes and whatnot. And I don't know. I'm kind (laughs) of, maybe if it's like playing at the matinee or like the dollar theater (laughs) and somebody else is paying, I'll probably see it.
0: Yeah. I mean, again, we'll see how this goes. I mean, I, I just wasn't really like, Ex, you know expected it right away but it has paul rudd in it so you know usually things with paul rudd is kind of fun yeah <laughs> all right we had and then there was another trailer that came out um which is
1: going to be something else uh so what trailer? the new james bond
0: yes so the new james bond is coming you know there's been a big hoopla talk about who's going to be the new James Bond, next James Bond, you know, we all wanted it to be um, good old Beatrice, but that's not the case. However, we do have, you know, Daniel Craig is back. But this time, is, it seems like it's going to be a little bit of a different story, according to how the trailer was put in. You know, he was in retirement, and apparently he right. out. So this new movie is called No Time to Die, and it looks sleek and sexy. What did you think of it?
1: I loved it. Um, I've always had a uh, soft and gooey spot for James Bond movies, Mm. particularly like the 70s ones, like uh, Diamonds Are Forever Mm. and um, what was the other one? Goldfinger. I think Goldfinger was 60s, but, um, Mm. you know, that kind of uh, spy-ish type shit. Um, So I like James Bond and Daniel Craig, uh, I can sit on his face, you know, (laughs) the whole, until the the cows come home. And um, what's homegirl's name? Uh, Lynch. Yeah. Um, um, Lasana? Is it Lasana? Let me look up her name. I think it's Lasana. But yeah, she, she, I guess she, when um, 007 was in retirement, she took up the the mantle. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm all about it. And she looks like she's not She's not a bitch to be fucked with. True. Obviously. I'm like, yeah. well, Lashana. Lashana Lynch. And she looks... put up the mantle of the 007.
0: And she looks so good. Like, I've been looking at, like, the pictures and everything of her that's been popping up. She just looks so rich and so just, oh, I'm ready for it.
1: Yeah, and um, isn't uh, Rami uh, Malek as the, the villain? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. I I can, I can see him as a villain. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I can see him as a villain too. He has that look that he could be a good villain, and I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know what? He would be a good. He would be a good. Uh, Victor. Uh, oh. Victor Sass from uh. Oh yeah. Batman. Yeah, I think he would do that that a uh, role justice. Yeah,
0: and I don't know. It, I'm I'm gonna watch it because they usually are very these are very good movies. Like when you sit down and look at them, they they put a lot of work in it. And you know, as you we're seeing Daniel Craig, he has that rough look about him. Like I remember when he when they first announced him, and people were like, mm, "Is he cute?" I was like, "Yeah, he is." Like you look at him, it works for him.
1: That whole thing works for right. Him. I I like his his interpretation of James Bond because he's gotten to a point where like, I'm pissed off and I'm going to kill you motherfuckers. You know, you had the James Bond, like, um uh, Sean Connery, who was, uh, kind of suave the, uh, Oh gosh. What was the other man's name? Roger Moore was mm-hmm. more kind of a aloof in a sense. Yeah. Uh, and you had the the reinterpretation of that suaveness with, or um, what is his name? It was it Timothy? Well, it was Timothy
0: Dalton, which some people liked and some people didn't. But then it was um the
1: one from the '90s, "Tomorrow Never Dies." Yeah,
0: yeah, I can see his face, Remington Steele. That's not oh, his, what is his
1: name. <laughs> that's what we do. I can see his face. I
0: just call him Remington. Steele, oh, where he came from. <laughs>
1: What is his name? Pierce uh, uh, Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Hold do Who was your Yeah, top? he was kind of top three James Bonds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Connery, Roger Moore, Daniel Craig. Oh, okay. Hmm. I, I, I grew up
0: with Sean Connery. He came back in the 80s. He did come back. Um, I think- mm-hmm. He came back for one. Yeah, you know, Daniel Craig is up there. Roger Moore. But I'll give Timothy, because Timothy, if they would have gave him more of a moment, he probably would have been able to make it work. Um,
1: really? Mm. I, I, have, well, I haven't seen one. the ones, but I have with to him, go back man. and look he wasn't like it. Yeah, license you to say what? Have look at that one. Wasn't he in his uh his majesty's Gulag or whatever with the this, that was. <laughs> that was somebody else. That was way back. That was the beginning. I thought that was in the eighties. No. Magic Secret Service. I'm gonna have to look at my uh choreography my, uh choreography, my uh chronological. I James think that's not movies. The first one, right? Or was Doctor well, No the first Doctor No was the first one. Mm-hmm. And that was Sean Connery. Yeah.
0: There was some rando. Who was in there. And that's why I think it was The Majesty's Circus. There was some random James
1: Bond. You know, like, who is this? Get that straight man off my TV. Like, the fuck? I don't know. But yeah, I'm definitely watching. Um, what was it called again? Um, no one, no Time to Die. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely trying to catch that one. It might not be opening weekend. Catch it, but. I'll catch it.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna catch it. I I have to see
1: it, especially for Lashana. So I have to see that and see her in action. But yeah, this one. I hope she doesn't die. I hope Lynch doesn't die. Yeah, like that would hope, like really irritate the shit out of me.
0: Yeah, I hope she doesn't die because um, I remember when they put in old oh, girl in there. I thought she was gonna die, but she's gonna be back in this one too. Um, Naomi Harris. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this is. Hopefully they just let them all live. Let her just be in there. <laughs> just let her just
1: be. Right. In there. Like, how would she even, if they kill her off, you mean to tell me that 007 went, retired, she took his place for all of these years. And as soon as he comes back, now she done tripped up and slipped on her mind and now she's dead.
0: Right. And I'm like, no, let her live. Because think about it. They were going to do a spinoff of Halle Berry's character, Jinx. And it didn't really happen. Yeah, but I'm like, maybe if this is really good or successful, or whatever, they may give her, you know, her own movie, which they should. This is the time to do it. Just give her her own movie because we will go and see it. They do it right, right. We go and see it. Stop playing. So, especially now with Watchmen being so um, popular, because um, that's basically a black show. I <laughs> look at it. So if we're in this realm of, you know, seeing more Black actresses in these lead roles, and these action lead roles, why not, you know, why not kick the door down and just be that movie to do that, or that series to do that? Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot has been going around since we've been off the air. Um, You know, we are, speaking of Watchmen, um, Watchmen has been really getting just, out there and crazy and wonderful and, and beautiful. If y'all have not watched your Watchmen, you should. Um, just oh, it's amazing. We'll probably have to do a show about Watchmen, just because it's just so amazing. And then let's see. Well, we've been we've been blessed with some things. We had Yahya from uh, from Watchmen. We got to see his cakes because he's basically Dr. Manhattan. And if you remember Dr. Manhattan was just basically naked <laughs> throughout the entire movie of Watchmen. Uh, we get to see everything of him. So if y'all didn't see last week's episode, you're missing out. Um, and then we have Watcher because The Witcher is coming out soon. So get ready for that. Um, yeah, every- I think it's coming out to 12. Yeah, Henry's been it's out. It's coming
1: like in a week or so.
0: Yeah, he's been out there promoting it in his tight slacks. <laughs> <sighs>
1: I saw him. I was like, can he just choke the shit out of me? Everybody...
0: He is <laughs> coming up. I don't know what Warner Brothers is doing, talking about we don't know what to do with Superman, but I'm like, y'all, this man is blowing up. If y'all don't use him the right way, I'm just saying. He it,
1: And he wasn't a bad Superman.
0: No, it's just, again, it's according to who you're working with. Because think about mm-hmm. it. What if Chris Evans wasn't working with the right people, like with the Russo brothers?
1: We even, if he was working with uh, Quentin Tarantino, okay. then uh Captain America will be using all kinds of jigaboos and porch monkeys <laughs> and all every other uh racist saying to every black, Asian, Latino, gay person. But then again, they don't have gay people in uh the MCU universe. <laughs> but that's another story for another time. Another
0: story for another time. But they did introduce um, in the comics, uh, a, a trans character, a, a trans young girl. She's 12 years old in the comics. So we'll be checking that out and giving y'all more about that. But you know, they're trying to do there with the MCU. You know, I'm like, <laughs> we'll see what the the new phase will be because the new phase may give us some folks. So, right. We're supposed to be getting people, um, like some, like at least two gay people in the external. So if we in internal, so if we get them. We'll see. We'll see where we go. From
1: there. We'll see. I'm not holding my breath,
0: though. So. <laughs> All right. Well, let's just go ahead and talk about the year in review, because there was a lot that happened in 2019, um, which was interesting year in so many ways. Uh, but there were some things that we can talk about that was really, really cool, um, and then some things that was really a mess. Um, so speaking of that, let's start with some mess first and kind of talk about Jussie Smollett. It kind of ah, right. kicked off, basically, <laughs> kicked off back, you know, in the beginning of the year. Um, Jussie Smollett was just, if y'all remember the story, Jussie, he was in, I almost said Tulsi, <laughs> they both were <laughs> Um, he was in, um, Chicago and he was hungry one late night and went to Subway. And when he was coming back from Subway, he was attacked by two MAGAs, um, two supposedly white men who were wearing MAGA hats and walking around with noose, um, attacked him, poured bleach on him, called him all types of nigger and everything. And we know that you're from the show and everything else. Then he reported it. He went to the police station wearing the noose and everything else. And you know there was a big, big outcry, public outcry everywhere. Social media was going crazy. But then, as people was digging into the story, some things didn't come out correctly. And then, sadly, because it was in Chicago, the store, you know, Chicago police are known for just being a mess. And I say sadly because just—that's when everything started going. Around where people uh-huh. wasn't leaving him and things didn't come out right, but we didn't want to believe the police because we know how they were messy with other cases that's happened in the past. And it was just so much going on. But I think at the end of it, we found it still, It's it came out that he did kind of made stuff up because then you had the Nigeria, the, his Lord these nigerians involved and one of his trainers saying that what's fake and all this stuff and it to this day to this day i don't think we really have the truth but it did come out that it seemed like he kind of fibbed the story and so basically he almost as i say almost destroyed black twitter because in the way it was pitting black gays against other black gays. Some believe, some did not believe. Some people, you know, then it brought up some homophobia and all types of mess with this whole situation. It also involved Donald Trump supporters because, you know, he went on talking to Robin, you know, talking to Robin about this attack on ABC and saying that, you know, he he think he was attacked because he went after Donald Trump. And so, you know, they were all in their feelings and it just kind of, then once it was, it's hard to say proven, because we still don't know. But once it was revealed that a lot of it was made up, you know, they, they had a field day. We had a parade about the fact that, look what he did, blah, 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 blah. But it didn't help us none, because it, made, it came off as if we can't be trusted, we're going to lie, or everything else. And then the fingers got pointed at us as Black gays. And it was just like a whole lot of mess. It was... To a point where we, he's not even in the country anymore. I, a friend of mine told me he was in Belize, just
1: chilling. Because <laughs> he has, we have not heard. Of- you know that uh, didn't make sense. Because what if he was going late night to a subway? What subway? You know, was open late night.
0: True, but again, here, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's staying on that point. Imagine you being rich. And famous, you sit in a hotel. Are you going to A put on some clothes and go out in the freezing cold of Chicago in January, December, January area? That that's not pretty weather,
1: no. It isn't.
0: So you gonna put on some clothes and go to subway, or are you gonna use your rich money to I don't know, you can call DoorDash, Uber Eats,
1: Postmates?
0: Again, you're rich, you're in a nice hotel. Could they, you whip something up? <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, right. it was, a, that part was like, why would you do Because I know I had been in many hotels late night and I'm like, I'm really hungry, but I don't feel like going out. I'm going to, I'm fixed to call Uber Eats and they're going to bring it right to me. I just need to put on some shoes. Maybe not even that, just put on some socks, just go downstairs and get food to go right back up to the room. But yeah, uh, I don't know. What did you think after everything was coming out and
1: just seeing how everybody was just going through it with this story? At first I was like, why did he do it? Like, were you that so hard up on press that you had to fabricate a story that still to this day nobody knows really what happened? Number one. Number two, people you making actual um cases of gay bashing almost illegitimate because of what you did so if it actually happens to somebody else then the public won't believe them so it's it's all it's just like such a murky ass story and situation that really didn't need to happen in the first place. If you were so hard up on money, why could not you spend that money that you had from your Pepsi deal that you had got a few years ago? I I, I just don't understand.
0: yeah was a lot of understanding and I don't know if he was trying to like you know there was rumors he was trying to keep his role and that's how he was going to do about making himself, you know, this and this victim slash hero slash whatever it was just so much with that or the rumor about his album not selling well so that's why he decided to do this It, it, it for what it was worth if he was going to do it it should have been done flawlessly like that was done in a way that was it was like what you would see off some 80s soap opera you know it was like the way that played out i was like didn't you not think this completely through like and you use people who, I don't know. It, it, it's just it was just really disheartening because that will be his legacy forever. That will never leave. And and that's why I'm just like, man, you, we don't have that many famous queer people of color out there as it is. <laughs> and now when they think of all of us, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna use that's gonna be an example, right. And it was interesting because I remember in February um, he was coming here to do a concert, and that's when he was like saying he was the day Tupac and everything. And I remember thinking, like, wait a minute, did this all just happen? Why are you doing it? I mean, I get some people was like, well, he wanted to show people that he was strong and he will come back from this. So I was like, yeah, I get. Oh, it. girl, back. <laughs> I was like, I. But I said he wasn't, and this I will mean, never forget. what somebody compared it to Gloria Stefan when she had the accident, and when she came, I was like, "You will not!" I was like "You will not do that. You will not <laughs> try to compare that bus crash she was in, and when she came back, because like, that is, the doctor do not know that she deserves she deserves better respect than
1: that.'" I was like, "No." You better put some uh, respect
0: on her name. I know. I was like, "Don't." I, I was, I'm not gonna say who said it, but there was somebody that I know who said it. <laughs> And I was like, no, you cannot compare the two. But, um, you know, I do hope he is getting the help that he needs. Um, because that was a very bad moment. That was a bad moment. People were like, there were fights almost every other day on Twitter. Um, people stopped, like, there are people who stopped following me when I started questioning, questioning why you know, this was this whole story. Um, and people I know, there was a lot of stuff on like Grape Juice TV, and okay. it was just so much to a point where it was like, it makes it makes me feel like I don't even want to go full on until I get all the facts, which we should do anyway. We shouldn't really go full on until you get all the facts. Um, but... It's it hopefully that is a cautionary tale of if you do anything that ridiculous or before you believe anyone, make sure you get all the facts first before you go in. But again, I hope he's getting the help that he needs. That was too much. Right. It was too much. So
1: hope you yeah, know had- what else we got.
0: Oh, what? well. <laughs> well, I hope he's having fun. Getting this up again. Um, let's get into Marvel because Marvel showed out this year. Um Marvel Studios um showed out this year by basically telling Fox like this is it, we taking everything back. <laughs> um thank you, yeah. But it's ours. So this year um the buyout became, I mean, we always knew that was gonna happen. And then we heard the stories about, you know, Fox is going to be selling out to or selling a lot of their catalog to um, Disney and every, and what have you. And so therefore they took over. Um, sadly, people did lose their jobs um, and, and, and there were some issues happening. But um, what happened was basically the Fantastic Four and the X-Men went back to Marvel. So that was very big news because that meant that most of their properties were all back under Disney Marvel, um, and they got primary share of Hulu.
1: They yeah. got National Geographic, yes,
0: which you can all see on Disney Plus.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. You can see
0: all that. Um, well, Hulu Hulu is a part of the package, um, and for some places, it's part of the package. I know it's different other places. Um and so yeah, they got the X-Men back, which is now something that we're excited about because that means we will see a brand new um group of mutants um or people playing the role of these mutants. Um and right. we got to see the closing of Fox's Reign with
1: Dark Phoenix. <laughs> now you didn't have to say anything about Dark Phoenix. <laughs>
0: well, I didn't. I will say they had a very good um, marketing plan. I mean, all over Los Angeles, there was huge billboards, huge building uh, ads of dark Phoenix that, you know, if you didn't want to see it, you want, it made you kind of want to see it. But we, you know, we did see it. We talked about it already. And, you know, some people, some people did like it. It was to me, we didn't need it. Um, Especially the way they did certain characters. I mean, Storm actually did something, but again, it was the Andrea ship. And this was also the year where she really got to know how fans felt about her. <laughs> so <laughs> so <this> we <was> are <laughs> reckoning for that um, because I think w- w- was it this year she said that you know that she made that that statement that y'all think Marvel's going to rehire everybody. I was like,
1: uh huh.
0: And I was like, uh, girl, did you not say – <laughs> yeah. You saw what they did with Spider-Man. They literally got rid of not only Andrew, who was playing him, but they revamped, they rechanged the storyline. So, girl, they going to – if they did all that, and they only had half of the ownership at the time. <laughs> what are you going to do with full ownership? <laughs> oh, so, anyway. So we got that. Um, but, you know, it was a good year for Marvel. They gave us um, Endgame. We got um, also Captain Marvel. And we got um, well, the, um, Ant-Man and Wasp. But Endgame was the big movie. And that was, it just, it, even though it was like almost three hours, or was it three hours?
1: I think it was about three hours, yeah. yeah.
0: It didn't feel like it. Like, I looked at it recently. I was like, it didn't really feel like it was three hours. Um, But it was just so much in that movie um, and it gave us so much life. It it gave a lot of people a lot of things to talk about. We saw so many articles about Black Widow and everything uh, (laughs) from that to um, Thor being big, gaining weight. It was just so much that came from that movie alone. (laughs) I don't know. We enjoyed the movie um but i don't know dick is anything else you want to add about in game that was now months
1: later um i don't know no i don't think so everything that either i wanted to say or i had already said or i was thinking about saying has already been said so no not really yeah
0: so you know they gave us that captain marvel was great um And jumping back quickly on trailers, we got the Black Widow trailer that came out, which looks very interesting. I know people are tired of Scarlet. Yes, Uh, get that white
1: woman off my screen.
0: But I still go see the movie, though. I can. I'm like, I want to see how they're gonna play this out. I want to see how they're gonna do
1: this. It looks very. Yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, I'm interested. Why it took them this long to make a movie about her once they killed her off? Mm -hmm. You know, like. It looks like this movie is ten years too late, and at this point, I don't really don't give a shit about her. Yeah. But I'm gonna see it or whatever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. I'll open the weekend to see it because it looks
1: fascinating. So I'm gonna see it. But yeah, my- I mean, David Harbour and uh, yeah, he's—I he, don't know—he was looking to me. No, he,
0: he he grew on me. He grew right. So at first I was like, look at this. But I was like, okay, I can see it. I can see a date or, you know, some midnight moments. I can see some people. <laughs> I can see it. So, yeah, we're going to see uh-huh. that. But basically, overall, Marvel showed out this year. They are basically telling everyone they are here to stay and they got more coming out, especially with Disney plus coming through. And also even with the Spider-Man situation, because remember in the middle of the year, there was an issue that uh, someone was trying to flex and basically try to take Spider-Man back. And we were, you know, everybody was like, um, okay, how are you gonna do that and have the same amount of fanfare? But they worked that out. And you know, Marvel still had their, hit, their hooks into it. But you know, at one point, it was kind of scary. I was like, "Are we gonna lose Spider Man over some mess?" Like, it's like saying, "Like, okay, these people finally—it's like your house is done, and then you finally got somebody come in and they just not only cleaned your house, but painted the walls, gave you new furniture and everything else, and you decide like you're not gonna pay them. That's what it felt like. It was like, wait a minute, how you how y'all gonna act? <laughs> like, how you going to really act like this over, it was a bad move, but luckily they worked it out, and we still have Spider-Man.
1: Because people were scared about that. I, yeah, because well, yeah,
0: we saw what they, I mean, Spider-Man 3, <laughs> no, we will never forget that. That was just a mess of mess, so I'm glad they worked it out. I'm glad all that kind of came together. Uh, and really just kind of just made it a little bit more easier to breathe when it comes to their property so we have a lot more things coming out well they have a lot more things coming out um an upcoming year like um we have the eternals we have um, another captain marvel we have another black panther we just have so much coming um and then also with the disney plus shows wandavision um, winter soldier and falcon um there's just so much dr strange he's gonna have a movie and then a little bit's gonna be with wanda too so it's gonna be a lot coming through and i cannot wait to see what marvel has in store for next year look Reed. and kind of staying all with marvel let's get into house of x power of x
1: so I'm going to let you take the reins on this one because I only read the first issue and I completely forgot what happened.
0: Well, this was an interesting reboot of the Uh X-Men universe. Um, Jonathan Hickman kind of got his hands dirty by giving us a new story that kind of explains a little bit about the overall X-Men mythos, but really kind of look into the characters we know and love. For example, they took Maura McTaggart, someone who's always been a part of the X-Men since the 70s, Um, kind of the late 70s. She played a role of being kind of a, you know, a doctor, engineer, you know, working with Charles. According to all the stories, they were lovers many years ago before he even founded X-Men. She's been a part of their world because her son was a mutant who became Proteus. um, And so that really became one of the biggest enemies or the biggest villains that X-Men ever fought. That was something they learned a lot about what a villain is through that battle but Maura has always been a part of just their lives, Um, whether it was, um, you know, helping them figure out how to deal with Phoenix at the time to um, dealing with the child version of Magneto. Um, She's just been everywhere involved with them. But what we learned in the House of X and Pyra X is she was a mutant and her ability was basically um, just coming back, Um, you know, reincarnation in a lot of ways. There's a great scene I think in the second story in, in House of X, um, or I think it was House of X, where um, Destiny <laughs> you basically set her down and said, let me tell you something about who you are and what you're supposed to be doing and everything else. It was a moment where you realized, like, every time she told her, every time you die, you retain the memories of things that happened while you were alive. And that created different universes. So Mora became more X because she lived 10 lives. Um, and through those lives, there were situations where the X Men 1 failed, where Apocalypse succeeded, where, uh, you know, Miss Sinister succeeded, and she was a part of all that. So she's coming in with all of those memories, all those things to where they helped build a new utopia um, for the X Men. And we also learned that when the X Men die, they are kind of cloned and brought back. Um, which is very interesting because it kind of changed the game about like what was going on with the X-Men or how they keep coming back. I guess that was kind of the answer. But it was a great series to a point where it kind of rejuvenated the thrill of X-Men. Now the X-Men stories were so big in the 80s and 90s, but somewhere down the road, they just kind of fell out people just really was like, okay, these stories are just off. Nobody really cared about this anymore. But when Jonathan Hickman took the reins, it just changed the game. Like, it was like, to a point, I'll never forget it. I was, I, to collect this series, I didn't think twice. I didn't really think through it. I was like, oh, you know, I'll go get this. For the first couple of issues, they were gone in minutes. I literally had to go to like four comic stores to find um, the first one. And the second one. Luckily, the nice boys down the street for me um, who, who work at the comic store was like, holding copies for people just in case. And and that's where I was like, start holding copies for me because they were selling out. They also was making some great ass um, variant covers that were kind of throwbacks to the X-Men in the past too. So if you get some of those, some of those are already worth over $100 um the comics I got like the ones like they're sold out they had to do reprints so I bought a couple of those um just to put away but it it, we haven't had that excitement for comics in so long and even had you know excitement for these certain comics to sell out like this um so they that was a big moment for not only comics um not only for Marvel but for comics in general so, you know, it has really been an amazing year. And the, the big graphic novel or the big trade is coming out. So for those who missed out on all of that, there will be a huge trade. I think it comes out next week or this week or what have you. But you can have it all. Like it's $50 for all of them. It is is a good deal. Um, so, yeah, if you can, get that. It is amazing. That storyline was amazing. Like I was,
1: I was just inspired by it. I really was. Yeah, that fifty dollars is a good deal. I probably could get it myself.
0: Yeah, and you and you was and you enjoyed that per, the first comic that you was reading of it when you got a hold of it.
1: It's one line that Cyclops had said, and I forgot it. I took the screenshot of it, but mm-hmm. I think I deleted it from my phone. And he was just pissed off. And I was like, you know what? I'm with you, Sykes. He's <laughs> like, I'm, I'm tired of doing a whole. I'm, basically, uh, paraphrasing here, but something to the effect is, uh, I'm tired of doing the same bullshit and whatever is not getting me nowhere. So we're we gonna do it this way.
0: Yeah. So I'm
1: like, all right, all right, Slim.
0: <laughs> and even Magneto had a statement too that was kind of, I it was, it was kind of queer in a way. About I oh and- really.
1: Yeah, it was something like Oh, that. yeah, yeah. I remember that. What was it?
0: The thing I am who I am. Something like that. I have to go back and look that up. But it was just, a, the way it was said, it was just like, okay, all right. But it gave a little bit more insight to Magneto. Because I feel like Magneto has been overused in so many things. But this kind of gave a new twist to who he was as a character. Right. Because um, there was one particular scene where um, he's talking to a mutant child, and the child was like, "Something like, well, you know, I I can't wait to grow up to fight." And he was like, "I." He said, "No, no, everything I've ever done was for you to never have to fight." And it was like, "Wow!" It made me think about God loves man kills when he saw those those kids who were murdered that were he- hung
1: up like the first five uh, pages of the comic.
0: Yeah. And what he said about like why he was like he said I'm doing this so you would never have to worry about stuff like this like he's and and it it humanizes him because it sometimes I feel like it's important whoever who writes Magneto will make him you know really profound or just make him just kind of a lazy villain but I do feel like that what we got in House of X and Power of X was a, a Magneto that it all it, it all makes sense because he was like I'm tired of doing this I'm tired of fighting everything i ever did was for us to not fight anymore um but you know they will have some battles but i like they kind of put some perspective about who magneto is but also a little bit more about professor x so this is going to be the the series is ongoing with the ones now they've kind of released um this new um world for x-men and the neat thing is they kind of Allude to a threesome relationship with Scott, Jean,
1: and Logan. <laughs> so that should be something. A- oh yeah, they did. Yeah, they, they did. They, they had like the um, the I guess the blueprint of the Xavier Mansion. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh wait a minute, because Jean is knocking, her, getting her back knocked out from both sides.
0: Yeah, because her rooms a, is joined. Like she's in the middle and she has a. Entrance to Scott's room, and entrance, I an mean, entrance to uh, Logan's room. I was like, okay, because nobody else has this. Because I was looking at the broker, I was like, nobody else has this entrance. So, uh
1: uh-huh.
0: and Gina's yeah, also, and and Gina's also coming back with some pity because her, that's her new power. Because she's been coming at Emma Frost with the lines about like you love to, like I know you're used to using borrowed things, and I was like, ah. Oh, oh. uh, Oh, she's letting you know. Like I know you have my man, but I have him now. Mm
1: -hmm. Or maybe you can have. Yes, they fucked my husband. Yeah, (laughs) basically. (laughs)
0: That's what she did. If you think about it, it, with the time that found out about Emma and Scott having that psychic sex affair, she basically. Right. That was the moment. We have to put that up somewhere. But that was (laughs) that was the moment. But she literally did that. She did a Terry. She did a Terry. terry. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, this is going to be a series I, I'm, I'm already invested in and I'm already into. But if y'all didn't get into it, try to get that book or get it on- um, get it online just do it just read it for yourself I think it was just something that really gonna gave us some hope for comics and hope for some good stories right let's see let's, let's get into a little bit of movies um, let's talk about Us because that movie came out this year and to me that was one of the best movies that was you know as original content basically that we saw I,
1: mean, I still haven't seen us
0: oh my goodness well you're <laughs> so you're in luck because if you are staying in a hotel that has hbo you can watch it because it's on hbo i've watched it several times for no reason already um but us was a big hit um lapita played two roles right now is she's getting an oscar talk she's already run a critics award for her role um and so it she plays two characters adelaide as well as red um basically the story is about doppelgangers um wanting to take over and and they're running with those doppelgangers of them um and it's oh my god if I looked at it recently, and I was just like, "This movie is amazing." But not only that, they had a ride or, uh, at um, Universal Studios here, um, basically up the street. I saw that, and I went through it. I went through it twice. Um, somebody that I'm talking to um, gave us access to go, so my friends and I went, and so we, uh, I went in twice. It is beautiful and wonderful. I'm mad because three days later, Lupita was actually in there (laughs) to play in Red. I was like, oh. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) I was so mad. I was like, oh, that would have been wonderful if that was her, if I was in there when she was in there. But this movie, y'all, is amazing because she gives you a performance that we just don't see, especially when it comes to scary movies. Um, And it was just wonderful, fun. I was happy to see it. It was um, just really, um, oh, y'all have to see it. So check out Us. It is wonderful. See it for Winston's thighs alone, because there's some good thigh moments he has. And he's such a dad in this movie. But um, it. It's just really, really good. And it just got so much buzz right now. All over Los Angeles, there are talks of, and and new posters up of us, making sure that y'all know that y'all should put them into consideration for the Oscar. So, And hey, Jordan already won an Oscar for, keep, uh, for Get Out. So why not for us? Exactly. And, and you, you need to see it. You are late. You need to see it. <laughs>
1: I know, I'm so late. I'm so 2000 late.
0: <laughs> so yes, you got to see it. But yeah, that to me, to me, that was the movie of the year. Uh, I know there was talks of other things, but to me, that was the movie of the year. I stuck out its original content. It was just something that I just won't forget. And I'm glad I got to experience it. So yes, good stuff, good stuff. And let's see. Oh, and we we have to talk about Pose. Yes, we do. And we've already did a show on Pose, but again, Pose came back for another year. And this time they moved, what, 10 years in the, um, into the 90s. We went from the 80s to the 90s in this season. And this was a very interesting year because we lost candy um,
1: in this. Spoiler alert. Well, if they didn't know by now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. How did you feel about this season of Pose?
1: I thought this season of Pose was... (sighs) I don't want to say it was lackluster, but I did notice a sort of drop at times in storytelling. Mm-hmm. Then that's not to say there was a drop in, like, the performance that all of the actors and actresses gave. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, I it was very, excuse me, it was very noticeable. And I know that they had lost some of their, I don't know if it was either some of their writers or some of their uh, choreographers, but they had lost some sort of creative talent behind the scenes. And that is probably why a lot of people... Notice some kind of drop off as far as oh this is not up to par as season one mm-hmm. but i still think that season two was really good it i hate that um candy had to die mm-hmm. and there was the whole uh thing that came up on social media as far as how Pose treats their dark-skinned characters versus their light-skinned characters. And I think the either Steve Canals addressed it or somebody had addressed it. But I'm glad that, that uh, it did get addressed because it was, it was getting painfully obvious how they were treated. Yeah. But I still think the second season of Pose was better than some of these second seasons of some of these other shows that have been been on way too long.
0: <laughs> yeah it was a it was a pretty good season and, and i agree with what we were saying it was you know the loose candy was a little tough um um but angelica ross was fine she was in american horror story um and she will be in some more projects um but you know there was a lot happening in this season um that you know that was pivotal and a little out there um but you know, one like for example, I think about when Preytel and um, what's his name was sleeping together, Ricky, and just that right dinner scene, <laughs> which was just a lot. But you knew it was coming, um, and but it was also one of the few times we got to see black on black gay love on television, um, which we don't really see very often, and that's really sad. But it was a a nice moment to see. These two men together, you know, in the midst of everything that was going on, I think what was also really pivotal was, you know, when they talked about, um, oh, the name of the island. It wasn't Easter Island, but it was that place where Heart's Island, um, where right, yeah, 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 where well, the uh, uh, the dead was buried um, from AIDS, but they, but no one came, you know, claimed the body or what have you. So they were all sit there and put in pine boxes. So that was kind of something I didn't even know about, but that kind of opened my eyes to, you know, the the tragedy that it was in the the 80s and 90s when it came to AIDS. And so that right there was kind of an eye opener, how pivotal that was, you know, as uh, to see that on television, but also think about the black lives at that time that was being affected by that. Um, And we don't, talk about that as much and we don't see that much about black and brown lives when it comes to the aids but but pose has been good at shining the light on that because i think a lot of us wouldn't have known about what we were going through at that time if it wasn't for pose so it, it was very th- that was a good time just to see that and kind of you know kind of prompt me to investigate and go back and look at a lot of different things that happened to it at that time, because you always hear from a white perspective, but this was kind of a way of understanding our stories and how it affected us. And there's still more stories to tell um, about the, that, that that period of time. But I'm glad Pose began, you know, kind of shine the light on that to where we were curious to kind of find out
1: more. Yeah, I'm glad that they they did show that uh, in the, I think it was the first episode, um, when uh, Blanca and Braytail went to that island. Because, you know, New York wasn't the only one who had those islands. Chicago, Mm -hmm. Dallas, all of the big cities had those kind of islands where they just basically removed these people from everybody's psyche. Mm -hmm. So... um, and I think it was needed to be shown how gay people and especially black gay people were treated as if they were like, um, less than human. Like they were some kind of diseased, uh, zombie that needed to be eradicated from the face of the earth.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's really sad to think about when you, Think about it, but um, again, as we were saying, Pose is shining the light on some of these issues and things in the way that they do it. And you know, I'm hoping the third season will be, you know, stronger, better, and, and you know, and maybe some new characters. I would like to see some new characters pop in
1: there. Maybe some. Yeah, novel. that would be new. That would be different. Yeah, I don't know who or what, but I don't. Yeah. And I know they're going to do another Tom jump. And with that Tom jump, they might have to lose another character.
0: Yeah. Hmm. So we'll see what that will bring us. Um, oh, yeah. And and Poppy kind of, you know, Pop, uh, Little Poppy was a big star this season as well. There's a lot of things that we got with Poppy. So, you know, who knows? Yeah, Little Poppy
1: was. came up. Uh, can, oh, not Candy, but... um. Angel got mm-hmm. her uh her modeling contract. Damon yeah. graduated, went on tour. There was one scene um that kind of stuck with me, uh, when everybody had left uh the house, uh the Evangelista. Yeah. And there was the, the ending scene with Blanca at the table basically crying Mm -hmm. that reminded me of how i think that my mom had felt when all of her kids like we were either in college or we were abroad or we weren't in the house anymore and it was just her Mm -hmm. and I, oh my god that just tore me down
0: Hmm. wow i never thought of that way you know like how a parent or someone would feel but yeah that was a that was a sad moment because you know she—that was her thing. Was she wanted a family? She did everything for them, and then when they left, there she was. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see what Pose will give us in the third season um, coming up. Um, who knows? Who knows what they will give us? But I hope it's good. I really do.
1: Yeah, I I hope they have the. I hope they have decent writers behind them, so it can get back to what it was in season one. Yeah, that's true.
0: Well, it, anything else that popped out to you that came out this year? I mean, I'm thinking of the formation, <laughs> the the Netflix documentary. That was a big thing. Oh
1: yeah, the documentary. Um, I don't think so. Hmm
0: yeah i mean again a lot of things happen but those are things that kind of kind of stuck out and had some effect on us whether in the gay sense or geeky sense these were things that were kind of big in 2019 what would 2020 be child i
1: don't even know <laughs> we don't even know we do not We do not
0: anything else before we get up out of
1: here uh If you're away from Christmas, try not to spend it alone. Hang out with friends. And I'm speaking for myself as well, because I won't be able to get home. Um, Don't spend it alone. Uh, But thank you for listening to the, sticking with us for, we've been, what, since 2016? Yeah. We've been around that long. Holy shit yep
0: and you know who knows what next year will bring to us because we may have all types of crazy things pop up on the show, but uh, it's been it's been a fun ride and as we close out this year um, we just have more to come I mean, where else can we go
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: so it's to let y'all know we'll, we'll take a little bit of a break we may have like a little bit of some shows in between, you know, I know I've been asked to do Storm Comics Part 2, so we may do that. Um, But we'll take a good break and then come back into the next year. We'll give you some fillers until then. Um, But yeah, um, thank y'all for being with us and still giving us, you know, some some space and some good listening ear and some of y'all some good opinions and everything else. This has been a,
1: been a good year yes it has it really has well on that case i'm gonna go finish this line (laughs) (laughs) and hit the dub.
0: yes but make sure y'all check us out on all our social media platforms we're everywhere um being i found out we were somebody's wrapped um on spotify you know we do the year in rap someone told me that they were were in their rap year so
1: all right
0: yeah i was like oh okay because they do they do one for podcasts so i was like oh okay that's great to know that people are listening to us on, on spotify so um listen to us on all social media platforms we will be out here on twitter causing problems and all that greatness
1: <laughs> yep and we're also available on SoundCloud itunes google play stitcher um spotify like uh victor said we're available on facebook uh instagram if you want to email us with any comments questions or concerns megashane6 at gmail.com visit our website megashanepod.com um anything else i guess this is the year end.
0: It's the year end. So y'all have a good time. Don't spend the holidays alone. If you do, try to have fun anyway. And we will see you in 2020.
1: Take care, y'all.